girl, the IP, VVIP. Don't wait, cause tonight's on me. It's on me, baby, all on me, yeah. Sexy models, champagne bottles. The IP, VVIP. Got two models, three more bottles. Auto when I'm out, I got a bottle, it's only one side. B. Taylor, What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames. Got a couple of really cool things to chat about today, including in entertainment news. Looks like uh, Matt Damon's daughter has been infected by the coronavirus. We'll go ahead and talk a little bit about that in sports. Becky Lynch, WWE wrestler Becky Lynch relinquishes her championship uh, to focus on her upcoming uh, new, I guess, challenge, which is being a mother. She announced that she is pregnant on Monday Night Raw. We'll talk a little bit about that. In video game news, Mafia 1 and 2 are being re-released. And I, I, for one, am very excited about that. We'll talk a little bit about that. Plus, I have a couple of new correspondents coming on the Xander Effect. Zab and War from the Attack on the Rotten Tomatoes YouTube podcast. That uh, They'll be coming on every once in a while to give me a little bit of a taste of what's to come on their podcast. So we'll talk to them uh, as to what exactly they're doing uh you know when they criticize the critics for some of the stuff that they've seen uh that they've seen on rotten tomatoes plus today i have special guests uh the the up and coming group dose is on the show so we'll talk to them about their newest single and what they got cooking in the near future but first here is jason's up and at it right here on the sander effect we up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it, gotta stack it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. We up and at it, cause I gotta get to the cold. Popping tags, get wop, get us all I know. Bank rolls, say Jesus ain't a centerfold. Making cake, stack it up, yeah, I'm out the dough. I'm out the dough, rainy days without a raincoat. No excuses, no handouts, I ain't the scapegoat. Sunny days on the way, yeah, I'm thankful. But for now, deposit this into the bank, bro. Out here all the time. That gotta check on my mind. It's out here wasting time. Get it right or get left behind. On my way now, going straight down. People play games, I don't care. Get into it, I'ma do it. Ain't no show and tell, but I'm gon' prove it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it, gotta stack it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. Pepper, once we get it, gotta stack it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. Time on the grind, yeah, it's on my mind. Chase a bag, get a check, sign a dotted line. Backbone, got your back, yeah, I'm on your spine. Scully else is lining up, I walk a straight line. Presidential cost thousands, let me see the time. Not devolved, but I really live my best life. Afterlife, run it back, get my next life. Too much foul, play, you know you get the tech right. Run it up, gotta get what's mine. Connect the hustle, you can see it in my eyes. Up next, it's my time. Gotta get mine. 
taste the pepper. Once we get it, gotta stack it. We up and at it. We up and at it. Chase the bag, run it up. I gotta have it. We up and at it. We up and at it. Chase the pepper. Once we get it, gotta stack it. Chase the bag, run it up. I gotta have it. Hey, what's up? This is JP Castillo. You're listening to Xander Dames on the Xander Effect. Nada de ti me impresiona, ey. Juegas con todos y los ilusionas, ey. Yeah. Pero conmigo no te va a funcionar, no, no, no. Ese jueguito yo me lo inventé, yeah. Mírame a la cara y dime qué se siente saber Que yo estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Solo dime si lo tomas, porque si no hasta luego, baby Si apareces de la nada y te vas de repente, baby Solo mírame a la cara y dime qué se siente saber Que yo estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Corrido y mañana me despido y me llamas cuando sientas que ya no aguanta y quieres conmigo y te saco los semidos pero por favor de mí no te enamores que ya no estoy para un mundo de colores ahora estoy viviendo momentos mejores solo entonces sin compromiso así que no me llores ¿Qué quieres? Si apareces de la nada y te vas de repente baby solo mírame a la cara y dime qué se siente saber Estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Solo dime si lo tomas Porque si no, hasta luego, baby Si apareces de la nada Y te vas de repente, baby Solo mírame a la cara Y dime qué se siente saber Que yo estoy dispuesto a jugar tu juego Solo dime si lo tomas Porque si no, hasta luego, baby Si quieres Tu juego 
Solo dime si lo tomas, porque si no, hasta luego, baby. That was JP Castillo's Jugar al Amor right here on The Xander Effect. In entertainment news, Matt Damon went on a local radio station called Spin 1038 Fully Charged, and he basically talked about how the coronavirus has affected his family on a personal on a personal level. The 49-year-old uh, Oscar winner went ahead and revealed that his 21-year-old stepdaughter, Alexia, from his wife, uh, Luciana Barroso's previous marriage, was diagnosed with the coronavirus uh, right when it first started hitting. He went on to say, quote, our oldest daughter's in college. Obviously, that's been shut down. But she's in New York City. She had COVID really early on along with her roommates and got through it fine. So I shouldn't say our whole family's together. Our Of our four kids, we've got three younger ones and our oldest one. We'll reunite with her at the end of the month. But everybody's okay. So that you know, it seems to it seems that uh, COVID nineteen has again affected one of uh, one of uh, Hollywood's you know top rated actors. Uh, as we all know, there have been other actors that have been uh, in not only affected but infected with the current COVID nineteen virus, and uh, you know, it seems like a lot of them have been you know both getting through it fine. Some have not, and uh, you know, this this virus keeps on spreading. So. Here's hoping that eventually, you know, we'll get through this. In other entertainment news, Reese Witherspoon is set to be in two romantic comedies that will be uh, premiering on Netflix. The first one is called Your Place or Mine, and it is, quote, two long-distance best friends who change each other's lives when she decides to pursue a lifelong dream, and he volunteers to keep an eye on her teenage son. That's pretty much the breakdown for that, uh, for the title of that one. And then the other one is called The Cactus, and it basically is about a 45-year-old who is, quote, suddenly faced with the loss of her mother and implausibly with the possibility of becoming a mother herself. Susan's greatest fear is being realized. She is losing control and things can only get worse, at least in Susan's eyes. So those are pretty much... Uh, the new movies that Reese Witherspoon is going to be uh, involved in. She basically uh, is set to produce and uh, top line Your Place or Mine with The Devil Wears Prada writer and first time director Aline Brosh McKenna. Um, so th- that's going to be for that's going to be for uh, Your Place or Mine. And, you know, it looks like she's very excited about it. Um, already social media is a buzz about it. Uh, uh, Sarah J. Haywood went ahead and posted I have some apps quote I have some absolutely incredible news about the cactus Reese Witherspoon is to produce and star in the film adaptation for Netflix I'm a massive fan of Reese Witherspoon's work whether it's acting producing expanding opportunities for women to shine or put their voices and stories center stage so I'm beyond thrilled by her involvement in the adaptation of the cactus hashtag the cactus the cactus Hashtag Reese Witherspoon, hashtag Hello Sunshine, hashtag Netflix movies. So be on look on the lookout for those two rom-coms coming soon to Netflix. In other entertainment news, speaking of movies, uh, I had the opportunity to bring on board onto the Xander Effect two new entertainment uh, correspondents. They are the hosts of uh, of uh, the YouTube podcast called 
the attack of the Rotten Tomatoes. These two guys, uh, Zab and War, they go ahead and really lay into some of the critics that badmouth uh, the lower rated uh, movies that uh, are on Rotten Tomatoes, and they have a lot to say. So they're going to be coming on the Xander Effect and giving us a little preview of what they have going on on their upcoming episodes. So on the Xander Effect, we have a new segment, actually, that's actually a, a little bit of a fun segment. It has to do with a little bit of entertainment news, uh, but in a different aspect of it. I have two gentlemen that are my new, uh, <laughs> I guess, critic of critics correspondence, the hosts of uh, the Attack of the Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Zab and War. How are you guys doing? Yo, what's up, Xander? Yo, we're doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man. So so basically, you know, you guys are going to be coming on the Xander Effect every once in a while. And I heard some of you guys' stuff on YouTube. And it's hilarious because you guys really go into a lot of these critics that have bad mouth, like poorly reviewed movies that you guys like. Right? Absolutely. These critics have no idea what a good movie is. And that's why Zab and war here to let them know that they are absolutely wrong nice well that 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 works actually perfectly so what do you guys uh what, what movies have you guys been reviewing that have gotten bad reviews so far that you guys have an issue with uh so far we've done Ace ventura which is uh, one of my favorites of all time how high you know, those are saying we got a lot more, more coming, man. We got we got a lot of uh, reviews that these critics have bashed or, or movies that these critics have bashed that, man, we just totally disagree with. Yeah. You know what? Ace Ventura. That's actually one of my favorite movies. Which one did they get bad reviews on? Did they get bad reviews on the first one or the second one? Both. Oh, OK. What we did is Ace Ventura petted. So, so you guys basically you guys have a problem. Sure. You guys have uh, have an issue with, um, you know, with people like just bad mouthing these movies. I mean, and what's weird to me is that Ace Ventura was actually a really good movie. I like both of them actually. Um, so it's weird that it got bad reviews. I don't understand that. That's see, that's the point. These critics are stupid. They just talk, 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 but they don't even actually pay attention to what's going. So busy trying to criticize instead of trying to enjoy the movie, which is all it is is entertainment. And these idiots are taking it way too serious so we're just gonna poke fun at them for the thing <laughs> so what exactly you guys i mean you know i've heard your stuff but what what give, give me an example of what you guys uh talk about these guys what do you what do you guys say i mean because most of these guys they love hiding behind i agree with you guys most of these guys love hiding behind their keyboards and just love to talk smack when they probably haven't even like filmed, you know, a movie a day in their lives, except maybe on their little phones. Yeah, for example, uh, what we do is we dissect every single little word that they write or spew out of their mouths. And we just make fun of them. We do, we look up sound bites, Play the sound bites, laugh with the sound bites, continue to bash them and tell everybody else that's listening why this movie is good and why they're wrong. And we have a little back and forth between me and War, you know, 
basically we're just dogging the living daylights out of you critics that are Ron Tomatoes who think are true critics. No, and that's, you know what, it's about time because, I mean, I, and I'm sure that these celebrities, if they heard, uh, you know, if they heard your guys' show, uh, they would probably agree with you wholeheartedly and they would applaud you guys because you guys have their backs, you know, just as much. You know, it's like the old saying goes, everybody's a critic, but nobody criticizes the critics. So that's actually new. Yeah, and that's that's what we're all about, man. We, 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 we are for the people. Uh, we're kind of taking it upon ourselves to be their voice because uh, everyone we tend to ask in our circle agrees with us just like you said man Ace Ventura man it's it's, it's a great movie there's there I don't see how they can take this movie and bash it to the extreme it's not even just a small criticism they're they're totally dragging this movie through the mud and that's what we're here to defend that's good though that's good though because like i said well like you said you guys are giving a voice to the people so that's actually that's really rad that you guys are doing that and the same thing goes for how high how high was actually very under underappreciated in both the box office and even afterward that's right man i love i want to go see that movie three times in the theater bro that movie's funny it's entertainment it's a comedy but when you read the freaking comments of the criticism on Rotten Tomatoes about this movie, it leads me to believe they were expecting some sort of Oscar-winning performance that's going to be lauded every Golden Globe or any other freaking movie award show. It's just a comedy, and these guys are taking it way past what it's supposed to be, which is a movie that's made, supposed to make you laugh, not a movie that's supposed to sit there and you're going to affect the actor and how they did this or that or they didn't jump in on cue here or they didn't jump in on cue there or they said the line wrong all these retards need to know that they're stupid well you guys are definitely doing your job by doing by by <laughs> by by criticizing the critics and uh i look forward to having you guys on uh the xander effect giving you guys his opinions on certain movies and for all of you out there you know just so you guys know they're not criticizing movies that are out right now they're criticizing movies that were in the past uh and sometimes i would imagine that you know you guys would also criticize movies that are currently out right now as well that get bashed by uh rotten tomatoes oh absolutely yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna be taking on old new um whatever comes our way man if, if we if we see a discrepancy between the rotten tomatoes and 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 what we feel is a good movie then then we're definitely going to talk about it and it's also going to be uh vice versa the, the movies that they praise we're going to review those as well and 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 show how man this is just unbelievable how they would think that this movie is total entertainment when it, it's just you know total garbage not up our alley i guess <laughs> but it's just I, right Nice, nice. That's cool, man. Well, I look forward to listening to some of your guys' opinions on certain movies. And I definitely, uh, you know, you guys want to go ahead and catch these two gentlemen. They're funny as hell. Uh, make sure you catch them on their YouTube channel. Feel, you know what, guys? I, I, I can't speak for you guys. I, you know, let, let the audience know how they can stalk you on both social media and anywhere else to check out some of your episodes. Yeah, absolutely, man. We have a link tree. So just uh, link tree uh, slash war games. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You, you can catch us there, man. Just search us war games media. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, for being on the Xander Effect. And I look forward to having you guys come on again, uh, you know, next week. You know, definitely have you guys next week. And uh, I look forward to hearing a couple of your of your uh, reviews. But make sure uh, everybody make sure that, you know, they're just going to be coming on the show to give us just a little preview of their full show that you guys could catch on Linktree. So make sure you watch out for that. Zab and War, we'll see you guys next time on Xander Effect. Thank you for having Peace. me. Thanks so much, Zab and War, for being on the Xander Effect and for your guys' little preview of what to, what's to come in your uh, <laughs> criticism of the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and on your podcast, The Attack of the Rotten Tomatoes. In other entertainment news, looks like the Mandalorian Season 2 is already, um, you know, being planned out, and they have recruited uh, Katie Sackhoff to play uh, Bo-Katan in the in the new in the in the Mandalorian obviously we know that uh, Bo-Katan she actually uh, Bo-Katan Christ was on in the Clone Wars in Star Wars the Clone Wars and later in Star Wars Rebels that looks like they're giving her a real life character in actress Katie Sackhoff and you guys might might remember her for for being on Battlestar Galactica on the sci-fi channel for many seasons Uh, she was also the voice actually of the of the character uh, Bo-Katan Christ on on uh, on um, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and Star Wars Rebels. So pretty much she's putting her voice into the real-life character, which I'm looking forward to that because it's going to be an amazing uh, season two. Again, there's a lot of actors that are coming back for season two, and I'm look- I'm very super excited uh, for season two of The Mandalorian because it looks like it's going to be an incredible season for that Disney Plus Channel original series. In other entertainment news, I had the opportunity to uh, chat with an up-and-coming incredible group by the name of Dose. And these gentlemen have a, an amazing uh, an amazing talent with their fresh style of music. But first, here is their newest single, Can't Get Enough, right here on The Xander Effect.
Can't Get Enough by an awesome uh, new up-and-coming duo. Uh, these gentlemen by the name of Dose. Uh, yep. they, they, are, they are Isaiah Zay Elizalde and Eli the Kid Valencia. Did I, did I, did I say your name right? Just making sure I didn't want to go ahead and butcher the last name like I've done so many other times. <laughs> no, Welcome no, to the Xander Effect, boys. How are you guys doing today? Thank you. We're good. We're doing good. We're doing good. Nice. Nice. Dude, you guys have an amazing sound. You guys are definitely an up and coming, uh, you know, duo. And of course, the, 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 the name dos is dos means two in Spanish uh, because there's two of you guys. Yep. Right. That's that's that that was that's correcting me, assuming that that's the reason why you came up with the, with the name. Right. Yes. Yes. yes that was, yep. Exactly that. Very, very simple, very clean. Uh, so you guys, you guys have been friends for years, like your families or friends and everything. Uh, did you guys both want to start get get your you know get going in music, or is this something that just kind of sort of you know just started developing at, you know recently? I think for us, it was it was both. It it just came natural to us. I think you know we both both had a, a love for music growing up. I mean, our, you know, our families definitely loved music. And from there, it just kind of just came on us. And, you know, me and Eli got together and out of nowhere, I just, you know, hey, we should just do a duo. You know, why not? And, you know, with the producer and the singer, we thought it was so unique and different because you don't have that out there. So from there, we kind of just started creating. And that's when Dose came about and the single came about as well. <laughs> well. I mean, and the song, and the song can't get enough. Who, who, uh, did you guys both write it together, or did uh, did one of you write it and and just you know came on board and started doing the mixing, the music, and everything? I mean, at first, Eli, you know, you made the beat first, yeah, and you yeah. know, from there, with our team that we had, we came together and we started uh, writing to the beat that Eli made. And that's how Can't Get Enough just started. You know, it was a month, right? It took a month about to a process. Month, yeah. So. So from there, we just went to work, and that's when the record Can't Get Enough came about. Nice. And, and is, it, is Can't Get Enough uh, inspired by anybody in particular, or is this just a song that you guys started writing? Like, hey, this is, this is pretty good. Let's go ahead and go with this. I mean, me and Isaiah have always been inspired by, like, the greats, like Prince, uh, Michael. So we really wanted to give our sound wanted to be something amongst that vibe and so you know we wanted to get make something make people dance uh you know send out a message uh tell, tell a story just overall a good song yeah sound you know soundtrack to someone's life you know that's our goal so and that's and is that something that you guys are going to be doing in future songs as well or are you guys going to be broadening and possibly you know uh looking into yourselves and you know talking about life experiences like most artists do i mean for right now we're just starting so i think we're going to continue on that tip of just uh you know making you want to stand up and dance and give you something uh like an earworm or something yeah good vibes good yeah vibes. yeah but uh i'm pretty sure like in the future we're gonna you know start broadening our horizon Nice, nice. Uh, that's oh, sorry about that. Uh, nice. No, that's 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 amazing. And the thing is, I wanted to ask during this quarantine time that's going on right now, uh, are you guys still doing music, or are you guys kind of like you know taking a break for a second until things start you know uh, leveling out a little bit? Um, we're still going here. You know, co um, this whole COVID nineteen thing. You know, it sucks what's happening in this world, but we're definitely not stopping what we're doing. You know, we're still creating you know, in the studio, we're still writing, 
um, you know, we actually had a lot of promo uh, performances coming up with our new single. You know, we had a whole tour lined up with schools, mm. you know, in Los Angeles as well. But unfortunately, this quarantine kind of set us back. But um, once this is all done, we're definitely going to start doing that. But we're still working. We're still creating. We're not let, letting nothing stop us. You know, during this time, we want to bring some feel-good music to people out there that are, you know, dealing with some rough, rough things in this current situation that we're in. So. Yeah. Nice. No, that's really that's that's a good thing that you guys are trying to uh, provide, you know, some positivity in a very, very bleak world right now. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. Um, so, Isaiah, let's 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 talk a little bit about uh, your background uh, and your musical background. I mean, do you come from a family that's uh, that's about music or is this just something that uh, that you're naturally, you know, you're, you're just a natural at? Um, so it started when I was young. My dad actually used to be in an R&B uh, music group. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was doing his thing there for a minute. And uh, me as a baby, you know, as a kid, I, I looked up to that, you know, and that's when I kind of started my, my groove for music, you know, loving it and being inspired by it. You know, my dad showed me the ropes as a young kid, showing me, you know, MJ, um, Prince, you know, some R&B groups that are out there as well. You know, Stevie Wonder, all these people kind of inspired me to do what I want to do, obviously, today. And um, it just started from there as a kid, you know, watching my dad perform, doing his thing. And obviously, when he had me, you know, it's it stopped there with him and it <laughs> got passed on to me. So that's how I really started. And from there, I just, you know, I sang at church, you know, I used to be a part of a worship team as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, from there, it just started growing. You know, I started growing into dancing, too, as well, performing in different places, so it, it, it just came like that. So it was pretty, pretty dope. Nice, nice. What about you, Eli? Is it, is it something of a similar story or is your story a little bit different than that? Uh, my story is way different. Uh, <laughs> I started out, um, you know, I grew up playing sports all my life. My dad grew up playing sports, so I kind of followed in his footsteps. Um, and then I think it was around my junior year in high school where I kind of just got burned out with sports. And I, I, I thought back to myself, okay, if I'm not going to do sports, what am I going to do? And I kind of thought and I'm like you know what music's always been there in my life like I've always enjoyed listening to music I've always loved dancing and so I'm like let me see if I could pursue a career in this obviously I can't sing so I didn't I didn't even think about becoming a singer <laughs> uh, that's ironic yeah uh, but uh you know I, I really enjoyed instrumentals and and you know behind the music and all that so I kind of pursued a pursued producing and and really you know dove deep and, and broke down producing and now we're here nice nice so i mean obviously you guys have an incredible uh chemistry together uh in regards to like the music that you're doing right now um when it comes to like when after this quarantine is over you you mentioned that you're gonna want to go ahead and like do tours and everything what would be the best place that you guys would want to go to like what, what like what area i mean obviously the world is big so, I mean, you know, which, where would you want to go first, like, as far as touring goes? I mean, to be honest, anywhere. I mean, <laughs> wherever, you know, I heard, you know, Europe is pretty dope, you know, the, everything out there with their, their crowds, um, you know, obviously our roots, you know, Mexico, you know, all the Latin America, we definitely want to go around there and tour there as well. And obviously Los Angeles, where we're from, I think it'll be a dope thing, but we're not really picky, right? Nah, <laughs> what nah, we, where we want. Whoa, to be anywhere. honest, anywhere, you know, we're looking forward to just showcasing dose everywhere. Like there's no specific area. So 
we're just definitely um, looking forward to that. Nice. And what about artists that you want to do a collaboration with? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of artists out there that would uh, definitely benefit from your vocals and from your style. So, I mean, which ones would you want to go ahead and do a collaboration with? I mean, just to name a few, I would I would say, um, you know, uh, uh, Dua Lipa, yeah. The Weeknd, uh, Drake, Travis Scott, you know, um, anyone who's really popping right now, like we're really excited to work with Pretty much anyone. Uh, like we, we're not picky about. Um, yeah, we have a not big, working. We have anyone. a big list yeah. <laughs> of artists that we want to work with for sure. So, whoever comes with it, we're with it too. So, nice. uh, to name a few. Yeah. So you guys are primarily, uh, you know, just focusing mainly on R and B uh, type of uh, '80s, you know, pop textures types of types of things like that. You guys are trying to re remix a little bit of the old school with the new school. Uh, is that like the only uh, the only place where you guys want to be centered at, or do you guys want to be you guys want to broaden your horizons a little bit more, say into pop, maybe rock, maybe hip hop, you know, uh, do a little bit of uh, of of all those types of uh, genres. I mean, um, where we're at right now, you know, our genre, what we call it, is new wave R and B. You know, that's our that's our thing, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, we definitely want to you know, eventually go out, experience, you know, different types of music. But where we're at right now, you know, we're bringing this new wave R&B to people. And it's definitely a vibe. It's something that we love and definitely studied, you know, with mix a little bit of 80s here and there with different synths, different robes, things like that. Um, but we definitely want to grow our, our horizons, you right. know. Yeah. And, and, you know, why not experience different things? But for right now, you know, we're in a place where we definitely are in love with our sound, you know, with that new wave R&B and definitely creating more stuff within that and bringing, you know, different elements. I mean, for a producer, what do you think? Is that? No, yeah, we, we definitely don't want to uh, pigeonhole ourselves and uh, we, we want to... We want to be direct with what the message we're and the sound that we have right now, but definitely in the future we want to broaden that and you know infuse other elements of other genres and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nice, nice. Let's talk about a little bit about uh, you guys' nicknames here, because I read that you guys, uh, Isaiah, you're known as Zay, and yep. Eli, you're known as the Kid. First, to start with Isaiah, I, I'm assuming that Zay is short for Isaiah. Yes. Okay, so that's that's an easy one. But the kid, what what's what's the deal with the kid? So uh, when I started coming around Isaiah and really wanted uh, you know be involved in in production and coming around the group, um, they had they gave me like little projects to do here and there, and they would show it to other people and like, oh my god, like who's who's the producer who made the beat? And uh, they would always refer to me as a kid because I was always the youngest in the group. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just from there I kind of liked how how it had a ring to it, and uh, I went with it. Yeah. Yeah, for, for a second, I thought it was like Billy the Kid. I was like, dude, tell me you didn't shoot too many people. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I hope I'm not talking to someone that just like went ahead and killed a whole bunch of dudes right now. Um, but no, that's really cool, though. That's really cool. Because, I mean, you know, at what age did you actually start uh, producing all this stuff exactly? Um, I think I started to get really, I got interested in producing around 16. But then, you know, I didn't really get serious around 17 almost 18 were you self-taught or did you just like did somebody go ahead and help you you know understand how to produce and 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 you know were you were you mentored at all uh yeah there was a certain point where you know i i couldn't progress by myself anymore and i needed uh professional help so i, I got a couple mentors to teach me um you know um, the advanced 
of, of production. But um, yeah, I continue to teach myself, learn, learn new stuff every day uh, to, to better my craft. Nice. Nice. And so basically, you know, at this point with all your upcoming songs, uh, you're the one that you're the one that's pretty much producing a lot of this. And Zay, you're the one that's doing the vocals on it. Um, have you found any obstacles, you know, especially right now with the whole quarantine? Have you guys found any obstacles in doing any of this stuff? Um, not I mean, you know, like I said, obviously, you know, one of the things that we wish we could have done is performing, you know, um, that's definitely in, in that, in that itself, it's inspiring, you know, to see people, what they feel in that present moment when we're doing our sing, our single, you know, um, we wish we can see that, but, you know, obviously we can't, but uh, we definitely don't let the, the negatives get in the way of what we have to do with the creative side. Uh, we, we continue to just be inspired in any way possible that we can, you know, if that's looking up documentaries of certain, you know, certain artists that we look up to, um, you know, Eli going in production more, understanding, you know, the greats more, you know, with Quincy Jones or, you know, Max Martin, with me, you know, with Michael Jackson, you know, Stevie Wonder, you know, there's so many people out there that we still, you know, due to this quarantine that we still study, we still get inspired, you know, we don't let any of the negatives bring us down. And we also, you know, our fans, the people that love us, we want to keep them entertained. So that's, an inspiration in itself for us to keep on going, you know, to do Instagram lives or to release a song, to release a video, you know, TikToks and content, all those things, you know, we want to continue to be an inspiration to our fans, you know, cause that's the most important thing. Cause if we don't do that, you know, that's, we're let, we're letting them down and we don't want, we don't want that. So we definitely don't let the negative things get in the way of what we have to do. Nice. No, and that's, yeah. and that's, and I completely agree with that. And I was actually going to ask you about, uh, because there have a lot of, uh, there's a lot of DJs, a lot of performers that are going on Instagram live, they're going on Facebook live. Are you guys, have you guys been doing that as well? Yeah, we've been going on lives, uh, you know, having discussions with, with other creatives that we work with. Um, we've actually, Any performances? Yeah, we've made a, a, a live it was yeah quarantine performance uh it's on our it's at our instagram at we are dose you know go check it out um but yeah we did a little mini concert and uh there's a little little surprise at the end yeah um (laughs) yeah you you gotta go watch it yeah we did it was pretty cool like this whole live set of our single we did um you know we couldn't do it anywhere else so we just got creative and did it in my living room but we made it to where i don't want to give it away you got to go watch it it's pretty cool it's creative but we definitely have been thinking of creative ways to entertain our fans, you know, so it's pretty dope, pretty dope. Nice, nice. And speaking of creative uh, creativity right now, uh, obviously you guys are, have been, you know, you guys have an, an incredible song, Can't Get Enough, that's out right now with an awesome music video as well. As far as music videos are concerned, seeing as a lot of artists are doing music videos from home and figure out ways to, like, you know, do like crazy things at home. Or have you guys planned on doing maybe a new song and a new music video from where you guys are isolated or quarantined? I mean, as of right now, me and Eli, we're actually creating more stuff, creating, uh, you know, another song, but, you know, we're seeing actually some restrictions getting a uh, lift off. You know, we actually saw today the governor was going to do that, but um, we're kind of planning everything out, whatever, whatever life does us, you know, we're just going to kind of wave through that and see what happens. But, um, you know, we're just going to take it step by step and go from there. 
Nice. Do we have a time? Do you guys have a timetable as to when your next uh, single will be out? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Um, we're in the works still, but um, it's going to be coming soon. Coming soon. Nice. Nice. Well, then we look, I, I look forward to that as well. So you guys got a little ahead of my, of me uh, as far as uh, you know, your social media goes, because I, I always, I got to ask this question. How can people stalk you on social media besides, you know, Instagram, you gave, you guys give your Instagram, but feel free to do it again. Uh, what other social media platforms can people stalk you on? Uh, we're on all platforms, you know, um, Instagram at we are dose. Uh, we're also on YouTube at uh, we are dose. We have a couple of videos up there. Uh, go, you can go check up our, our, um, our music video. We're on all streaming platforms, um, Apple music, Spotify, et cetera. Yeah, uh, Spotify is a key thing too. We got verified on Spotify not too long ago, so that's nice. Really, yeah, that's really really cool. So, you know, Spotify is like our biggest one. You get, you know, people can add us to their playlist during this quarantine going on. You know, we have those vibes for sure. Um, you can add us on there, and like Eli said, you know, we're on all streaming platforms. You know, we are dose. You can check us out on all those places, and we're definitely gonna keep everyone up to date with what we have going on. And we're really excited, you know, with the create creative um, things that we have in store. So nice, nice. I'm looking forward to listening to that. Uh, one other thing I wanted to ask because it just, it just actually, I just uh, popped into my head right now. Um, JP Castillo, you guys, uh, you guys are 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 friends with him. You guys have done stuff with him. Uh, will we be hearing any collaboration? Because I play a lot of his music on the show as well, and I interviewed him last year as well. Very talented individual. Um, oh, awesome. You know, and I, I would, you know, are you guys working with him on anything? Are you guys going to be doing any collaborations with him uh, anytime soon? Yeah, actually, you say that, you know, he's a part of our team and what we do. And um, he's, you know, he's a part of the creative process with us. So we're definitely going to be doing stuff with JP as well in the future. You know, we have some cool ideas that we want to do. So that's, that's a 110% guarantee for sure. I mean, his vocals are amazing. He's he amazing. It. Yeah, he's, he he's a talented artist, you know, so... Why wouldn't we, you know, so that's definitely going to be in the works. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to all that because you guys, all of you guys, you, you, you know, Dose, JP Castillo, you know, the combination of that would be freaking amazing because both of you, like both acts are, have incredible talent, you know, and I look forward to uh, future music from both sides uh, of the spectrum on, uh, from, both, from both the acts right there. Dose, thank you so much for being on the Xander Effect. Appreciate your time. And uh, you guys continue to stay safe out there. Looking forward to more music coming out of your camp. Super appreciate you, that. Thank, thank you. you. And likewise. No worries. No worries. Hopefully I'll see you. I'll, I'll have you guys on the show again very soon. Hopefully with your next single. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Nice. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much, Dose, for being on the Xander Effect. Appreciate your time uh, and looking forward to having you guys on the show again. In sports, WWE diva Becky Lynch went on Monday Night Raw to relinquish her, uh, her women's championship belt uh, to Asuka. And many people were asking, why is she doing this? Is she badly injured? What's going on? Well, after a back and forth, uh, well, kind of more like more like back, really, from from uh, from Becky to Asuka, basically letting her know that uh, that uh, the night before they had uh, they had a, 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 a match together, uh, and 
it wasn't, Becky was trying to let uh, Asuka know that it wasn't for an opportunity to for the women's championship. It was actually for the women's championship, only that Asuka didn't know about that until uh, Becky Lynch went ahead and revealed it in uh, Money in the Bank suitcase. She opened it up and there was the women's championship, which she handed over to Asuka. At the end of the uh, segment, Becky Lynch went ahead and revealed that, quote, you go ahead and be a champion, I'll go ahead and be a mother. So she revealed that she's pregnant. Uh, Becky Lynch is uh, officially pregnant with her fiance, Seth Rollins, also WWE superstar Seth Rollins' uh, baby. And it uh, looks like she's going to be off WWE programming during this pregnancy. Obviously, she can't wrestle while she's pregnant. So uh, she will be going off the air for a little bit, um, you know, re- you know, uh, having the baby and everything. But then again, it just seemed very final because she said, I'll be busy being a mother. So does this mean that she's going to, uh, this is her retirement or is it just that she's going to take some time to not only have the baby, but also also be a mom to the baby for a little while? Who knows? We don't know what the timetable is. Uh, We're we're still trying to figure that out. Um, But hopefully, you know, we haven't seen the last of Becky Lynch and uh, we'll see what happens uh, shortly after uh, she has the baby. In other sports news. Conor McGregor went on a crazy Twitter rant uh, tirade shortly after UFC 249, after the, the the all the fights went on, and one of them was targeted to Tony Ferguson. Uh, basically, he went off on Tony, uh, accusing him of a bunch of things, including betraying uh, Paradigm Sports. It, to which Ferguson decided to like you know respond and saying, "You're still my bitch." You never represented me according to Audi, a TAR CEO paradigm. If so, then you worked for me and withheld money from me. Focus on putting the bottle down, kid. Well, that didn't uh, that didn't fall too well for McGregor because McGregor like swiftly responded back by saying, "Quote: Shut up and thank the nurses and doctors that plated back up your skull and stitched up those gashes up. It's International Nurses Day and learn how to box. Fumbling over your feet like an expletive buffoon. We'd be embarrassed to represent that at Paradigm Sports. So." There's definitely a war of words going on, not just with Tony Ferguson, though. McGregor went ahead and attacked, uh, you know, Gabe. Uh, he attacked uh, Khabib. He attacked Dustin Poirier. He attacked uh, pretty much all the fighters at UFC 249. Um, but that's just that's just you know Connor's style. He loves attacking every single uh, every single athlete. Um, and then of course you know starting starting uh, you know starting stuff up so that way he could go ahead and fight them later on. But who knows? Who knows if this is going to happen with all these fighters? Because he he he's picking on about three or four fighters, and they all don't like him as it is. So we'll see what happens in the near future. In other sports news, uh, Bryant's Bryant Sports Academy uh, retired Kobe Bryant's Mamba nickname. Four months after uh, the basketball icon's death uh, in order to rebrand the academy. Uh, This academy was basically uh, uh, Kobe Bryant joined the academy back in 2018. And ever since, he's been he's been uh, very active in uh, that academy. So but, you know, obviously now with his passing, it would seem that the academy needs to rebrand. And that's exactly what they are going to end up doing. 
Currently, the academy is under consideration as a home base for an NBA minor league program uh, that will provide one year of preparation on and off the court. So for right now, it seems that the academy has future plans and uh, they, uh, again, they're all very saddened over the tragic loss as many people around the world are also saddened by the tragic loss of Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, and all the passengers on that helicopter who were actually on their way to the academy for uh, for a scheduled game. So um, this that that was a very sad moment, and um, you know the sports academy needed to needed to show respect by retiring the Mamba nickname. Coming up in video game news, Mafia One and Two Definitive Edition release dates. We'll go ahead and give you the info on that. But first, here is Dovely Prism right here on the Xander Effect.
Hey, this is Dovely, and you're listening to Xander Dames on The Xander Effect. Lifeline right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news, looks like Mafia 1 and 2 Definitive Editions will be available very soon on all game consoles starting May 19th. 
Uh, looks like uh, 2K made the announcement in uh, in, uh, in a teaser trailer that also included Mafia 3. So they might be teasing a trilogy, actually. But respectively, right now, it would seem that the Xbox store has... Um, available uh, pre-order for Mafia 1 and 2, the definitive editions, which uh, those are actually going to include an expanded story, uh, uh, gameplay, and original score. They're also enhancing the uh, graphics of the of Part 1 and 2, the images of Part 1 and 2 of Mafia. So, you know, I'm excited for that because I actually loved playing Mafia 2. I only played Mafia 2 and 3, but not Maf Mafia 1 and I love those types of games. I'm actually almost kind of upset because I would, I really wish that they would bring back the Godfather trilogy or actually I think it was Godfather part one and two because that game, I played that one back on the PS, what it was, I think it was a PS2 uh, that I played uh, the Godfather games and those I love those games because they actually made you go through uh, you know they made you kind of be like a henchman for Vito Corleone and then Michael Corleone afterward so it goes through the it kind of goes from uh, the perspective of the uh, of one of the henchmen that eventually he becomes uh, you know the, the boss of his territory or whatever uh, so that was a really cool game I wish they would go ahead and re re redo that one but mafia one and two and three those games are actually a lot of fun to play as well uh i played like i said mafia two and three and they kind of take you through the same type of uh same type of uh, growth as a henchman and eventually you know you become a boss mafia three however that was more about vengeance uh, with a with a with against uh, the Italian family, uh, that that was another pretty cool game. The map was massive, and actually, you could still even play some of the stuff, uh, some of the stuff to this day, some of the challenges to this day, which were pretty cool. But I'm actually excited to see how they do, uh, how they they went ahead and recreated Mafia One and Two Definitive Editions. Uh, I'm looking forward to checking out the the expanded games, the expanded story. So that one, you know, like. Like I said, that one comes out May 29th, and then that was Mafia 1. Mafia 2, actually, I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, it comes out May 19th. Mafia 1 comes out May, May 19th. Mafia 2 comes out August 28th, which they're also expecting that that will also coincide with the Mafia trilogy as well. So we'll see what happens, uh, you know, during that time. And like I said, I'm looking forward to the gameplay on all on both of those games. I already have Mafia 3, so I'm looking forward to Mafia 1 and 2. That's the news. In case you haven't heard it, thank you so much for being on, for joining me here on the Xander Effect. And remember, it's still really tough out there. You go out, you know, because you have to. You have to go ahead and buy, buy groceries, go to the pharmacy, whatever. Make sure you wear your gloves, your masks, your goggles if you got them. Because, you know, unfortunately, we're still in this crisis. We're all in this together. But we this too shall pass. Trust me on that. And remember, music always, always heals all. We'll see you next time. Y'all. <laughs> I be tell I tell Yeah, you did. They ain't believe it though. <laughs> <laughs> One life. You burn. Same game, be telling. What up? Kick it like it's kickball. Power couple. She dripping in that they'll say goodbye. They wanna touch her. Everybody know that's do girl. What you gonna do by it? Me and her take on the world. Now that's a true.
Hey everyone, The Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc., Sony Music The Orchard, and BMG Bertelsmann Group, in association with Art19 Media.